97.1 FM, The Drive presents the Behind the Song podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. It's a song that doesn't sound like anything else. A droning rocker with lyrics so mystifying, they sound like they were written in a fever dream. And that's because they were. Neil Young's classic Cinnamon Girl was written while he was in the grips of a bout with the flu, which explains some of its inscrutable lyrics. But who was it written about? Let's get into it in this episode of Behind the Song. And if you like it, don't forget to hit subscribe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's put things on a timeline here. Cinnamon Girl is the album opener on Young's second solo release, Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere, released in May of 1969. This was after the breakup of Buffalo Springfield and concurrent with his work with Crosby, Stills & Nash. It's his first with Crazy Horse as his backing band. And with Crazy Horse... Young had the opportunity to get away from the overdubbing that he was so dissatisfied with on his self-titled solo debut. He had seen a band called The Rockets play at the Whiskey-A-Go-Go Club in West Hollywood and recruited three players. Danny Witten on second guitar and harmony vocals, Billy Talbot on bass, and Ralph Molina on drums, and named them Crazy Horse. Making music with this group solved the overdubbing problem because they played together so naturally that the album was recorded mostly live. His musical relationship and friendship with Danny Witten blossomed in particular. Unfortunately, Witten developed a heroin addiction to combat rheumatoid arthritis, and he became completely ruled by the drug. He was eventually fired from Crazy Horse, and then was asked to tour with Young in 1972. But he was so out of it at rehearsals that Young sent him home. He tragically died that very night after mixing diazepam with alcohol, and he was just 29 years old. Young later told his biographer that it took him years to stop blaming himself for Witten's death. And Witten was a huge part of how this album and this song sounds. It's his high harmonies that we hear on Cinnamon Girl. Those harmonies juxtapose with the droning grittiness of the song, a sound that was achieved when Neil Young tuned his guitar down to double drop D. And this was actually something that he and Stephen Stills had discovered together a few years earlier, and Young fully embraced it for Cinnamon Girl. Both the high and the low E strings are tuned down to D, 
And with that, he helped revolutionize heavy guitar music decades later in the grunge era, when bands like Nirvana and Soundgarden tuned down, earning him the nickname the Godfather of Grunge. Incredibly, three of the songs on Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere were written in a single day while Young was in the throes of the flu. Cinnamon Girl, The River, and Cowgirls in the Sand were all written while Young had a raging fever at home in Topanga Canyon. Now, at the time, he was living there with his wife, Susan Acevedo. The two married in 1968, but were only together for two years. She filed for divorce in October of 1970, a month after his next album, After the Gold Rush, was released, because he was constantly touring or in the recording studio, leaving not much time for a home life. He has said that his life was better for knowing her, and he credits her with turning him on to artists like David Bowie and Devo early on and turning him on to the concept of art in general. One endearing story goes that she sewed patches on the jeans he's wearing on the back cover of After the Gold Rush, using her hair as a thread. Some fans have speculated that Cinnamon Girl was about Pamela Corson, Jim Morrison's girlfriend and muse, who was on the scene around that time and who famously had cinnamon red hair. But Young himself has debunked that story. So, was Cinnamon Girl about Susan, his wife at the time? On Young's 1977 Decade compilation, in the liner notes, he says, I wrote this for a city girl on peeling pavement, coming at me through Phil Oak's eyes, playing finger symbols. It was hard to explain to my wife. I'll come back to that. Let's review the lyrics now, which go like this. I want to live with a cinnamon girl. I could be happy the rest of my life with a cinnamon girl. And verse two. A dreamer of pictures, I run in the night. You see us together, chasing the moonlight, my cinnamon girl. Now you could see how... If you were married and this song wasn't written about your betrothed, you could get into a little hot water. Verse 3 gets a little more opaque, which could be explained by the aforementioned fever that Young was battling at the time. Ten silver saxes, a bass with a bow. The drummer relaxes and waits between shows for his cinnamon girl. The second verse repeats. And then the song's lyrics end with the bridge. Pa, send me money now. I'm going to make it somehow. I need another chance. You see, your baby loves to dance. In his biography, Shaky, Young is asked who inspired all the dancing women songs that he had written. And Young shed some light on the subject of Cinnamon Girl when he said, I remember this one girl, Jean Ray. She did a lot of dancing with finger symbols. Might have been her. Good chance. I kinda had a crush on her for a while. Jean Ray was a singer in the husband and wife folk duo, Jim and Jean. Her husband, Jim Glover, was a college friend of songwriter and protest singer, Phil Oates, a big figure in the same Greenwich Village folk scene in New York City that Bob Dylan sprang from. 
Oakes lived with Jim and Gene for a while, and he wrote the title track for their second album, Changes, on the cover of which is a photo of Jim and the beautiful Gene. Young and Oakes connected in the early 60s as part of that progressive folk scene, and he's often cited him as a major influence. So there's the Gene Ray connection through Oakes. Incidentally, Jim and Gene put out three albums total and then divorced in 1969. And Brian Ray, Paul McCartney's guitarist and Gene Ray's younger brother, has said that she was the inspiration for the song as well as Cowgirls in the Sand, one of the three songs that Young wrote that feverish day at home in the canyon. So when Young said that he wrote it for a city girl playing finger cymbals coming at him through Phil Oak's eyes, that's Gene Ray. But when he was asked in his biography to confirm that Cinnamon Girl was indeed about her specifically, he said that only part of the song was about her and that there's images that have to do with Gene and images that have to do with other people. So it's at least partly about Gene Ray and the rest is left to the songwriter. Cinnamon Girl has remained a part of Neil Young's live set for decades and it's been covered by scores of other artists from The Who to Radiohead to Fish and many more. It only made it to number 55 on the Billboard chart when it was released, but its influence can't be overstated. There is a peculiar magic in this heavy, down-tuned song, a daydream set to music by the always enigmatic Neil Young. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks, as always, to Christian Lane for the music you hear on these podcast episodes. Check us out on TikTok, and you can find me on the air weekdays from 9 to 2 Central at 97.1 FM The Drive in Chicago and at WDRV.com. On the way, much more classic rock and roll.